Thank you for listening to the First Baptist Church podcast. If you would like more information about our church, please visit www.fbcottawa.org. Seemingly simple stories expounding on profound mysteries. Stories of a young couple, a pregnant young woman, stories of travel, stories of expectancy, stories that are of this world, stories we can somewhat relate to, and yet the audacious claim of Christmas Is it in those simple stories, the profound mystery of incarnation of Emmanuel, God with us, that God is made known in this story through this couple, through this Joseph, this Mary? The profound mystery of God showing up, of God being on the move as C.S. Lewis was prone to say in The Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe, Aslan is on the move. That, that, that God is moving, that the cold, wintry tundra of the silence of God is being broken in the birthing of a baby who is wrapped in cloths and laid in a manger and visited by shepherds. That, that, the, that the silence of God and the waywardness of the world is being addressed by this story of traveling, of a traveling couple to be registered for a census for the purpose of collecting taxes of all things. And that God uses all of those movements, those worldly things to tell God's story. God's story that God is with us. And the astounding thing is the the things even that we know so far in the story as we read the gospel story this morning from the gospel of luke that beloved and familiar and probably the most oft read verses at the time of christmas right luke's story chapter 2 verses 1 through 20 the story of traveling to bethlehem and there's no room in the inn and the baby laid in a manger and shepherds caught unawares and traveling and being astounded and mary treasures all these things in her heart And what we know up to this point before they even begin to travel is that God has been communicating the divine the angels have been communicating the angels have been saying do not be afraid to Zechariah and Elizabeth parents of John the Baptist to Zechariah Zechariah who even is silenced because he can't believe that his wife in old age is gonna have a child we know that this child that Mary carries is so wondrous so important so necessary so divine that there's going to be one who announces and prepares the way thus Elizabeth Zechariah John the Baptist and angels appearing to be sure to Zechariah in the temple that this child would be set apart. Angels show up, of course, as we know, to Joseph, an angel in the dream. Joseph, don't be afraid to take Mary as your wife, although this seems scandalous and, and strange and your stomach has butterflies, but Joseph, don't be afraid because the divine, the angel saying, God is telling a story through this child that Mary has conceived that you can't understand, but God has a story to tell. God has a God with us story to tell. 
God with us story to tell. God has a forgiveness story to tell. God has a new start story to tell. God has a wiping the slate clean. God has a God is speaking. God has a story to tell. Joseph, don't be afraid. Be a part of the story. Lean into that today. Don't be afraid. God is speaking. God's still speaking. Don't be afraid to be a part of the story that God is telling, even, even when it seems strange or uncomfortable or stretching or, or you don't know what to do with it. If it makes you feel disoriented, don't be afraid. Be a part of the telling of God's story of good news, of incarnation, of forgiveness, of hope. God is telling a story. And then there's the angel appearing to Mary. Now, now Mary hearing from the angel Gabriel and the Holy Spirit will come upon you. Mary, you're going to have a child. Whoa, time out. Wait a minute. What's Joseph going to think? This can't be good. This, this could get me killed. But Mary hears the voice of the angel and Mary quickly goes from that fear and no doubt confusion and how can this be to let it be so with me as you have said I'm the handmaiden of the Lord and then she begins to exult in God her Savior and she speaks a a revolutionary word of God doing great things to the child that she carries of the rich being brought down and rulers pulled down from their thrones and the poor being fed and the the reversal that takes place you you know of course that Mary's song in certain places where where government is particularly oppressive and regimes want to silence the voices of hope Mary's song is forbidden because it's so revolutionary God is speaking about a whole new world God is speaking about things turned around and, and all oh, that we can allow our imagination to be caught up in the story of things being turned around. I heard a long time ago, you know, there are lines every now and again you hear in a sermon that stick with you. Dr. Maxie Dunham, who at the time was president of Asbury Theological Seminary, preached on this text and he, he spoke of Mary's song and he said, remember, the way things are are not the way God wants him to be. Mary's song is saying the way things are are not the way that God wants him to be, but God is going to show up and he's personally going to make a difference. He's personally going to be the agent of transformation. He's going to be, wait, the word made flesh in a teenager's womb? You see, the story is so profound and so mysterious it's hard to grasp it's so beautiful that we must trust it we dare to trust it we dare to lean into it we dare to believe that the world can be made new and that we can be made new that we can be forgiven so as we look at the story we just pick out a few things God is speaking no matter how silent we may feel like God has been God is speaking He's speaking through angels. He's speaking, do not be afraid. He's speaking, I am coming. He's speaking, I am here. He is speaking, God with us, Emmanuel. No matter, no matter life circumstances, no matter the struggles we have, God is speaking. God is speaking. God is not silent. God is speaking, and God is not just speaking words. He's speaking flesh. He's speaking the babe of Bethlehem. He's speaking the babe of Bethlehem that's Jesus at age 12 in the temple, the Jesus who was baptized by John on the River Jordan, the Jesus who, who 
gives the Sermon on the Mount, the Jesus who heals, the Jesus who forgives, the Jesus who lays down his life. Upon the cross of Calvary, God is speaking. God is speaking and God is inviting, and that's where the story of the shepherds come in. God is inviting. He's inviting the unexpecteds. He's inviting shepherds. Shepherds going about their own business. Shepherds minding shepherding. Uh, protecting the sheep, but also cleaning up after the sheep, sleeping outside with the sheep, not being close, close to bathing facilities. You know, you get the picture. Shepherds. I mean, not exactly the people that are, are first on our invitation list to our Christmas gatherings, potentially. Shepherds. God is inviting and make note that in the Christmas story that God seems to have a special thing about inviting the unexpected the upside down inviting shepherds I I I just can't help but think every single time I think of God inviting the shepherds a story that I tell and tell and tell that's that's a preacher thing there's certain little stories that just never leave you. Certain memories that just never leave you. You have to tell them over and over and over again. Right, Warren? There are just, just a few. And when a teenage gang member in Oklahoma City responds to the story of the shepherds being, being talked about and discussed in a Sunday school class in about 1996 or so in Oklahoma City and says, well, I guess that means that we gang members are invited too. Well, you never forget that, and you tell that story over and over and over again. You see, because we're invited. We're invited. I, I suppose the opportunity for us is to, to consider just how seriously we take that. How seriously do we take that for ourselves? Do you really feel invited by God, self? By the divine, by creator God, do you really feel fully invited to come and see? Have you, have, to hear the angel invitation, the angelic invitation, do not be afraid. Go and see, for unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. Do you really feel invited? And, and if I might, just, or are there just parts of ourselves that feel a bit uninvited still? Hmm? But here's the daring good news, the profound good news of Christmas every bit of us the good the bad and the ugly is invited the sanitized and the not sanitized invited that which we talk about and that which we don't invited to come and see because this God is love made known, is hospitality in the flesh, is grace and welcome incarnated into the world, invited. So God is speaking and God is inviting and God is forgiving. And God's forgiveness is not a forgiveness that is predicated on our performance. It's not predicated on, on us have, speaking the right prayers or doing the right things. God's forgiveness is built upon the babe of Bethlehem, is the Christ of Calvary, and 
God wipes away our sins, blots out our transgressions, and remembers them no more. That's the nature of God, and Jesus comes to show us the nature of God. So God is, God is speaking, God is inviting, God is forgiving, God is loving, loving enough to show up. Just think of, of God showing up. And maybe that's the most transformative, magnificent, confounding thing about the Christmas story of all. Other stories and maybe uh, other, you, you could imagine deities that are all about power. You can imagine deities that, that impose their will. You can imagine deities that, that, you know, we duck and are afraid of. You can imagine deities that want to force their will upon, upon the lesser lands. But a God who dares to be a baby? That's different. The God who creates becomes the God who is vulnerable? That's different. The God who is transcendent and majestic and creates all that is and all who are is the God who... The divine Son of God enfleshed in Mary's womb. The divine Son of God, second person of the Trinity, enfleshed in Mary's womb and living and teaching and vulnerable to all the things of this earth as a human being and then laying down his life and being nailed to a cross God is speaking forgiveness and love and inviting us to see. So the story invites us to take part. How seriously do we take that word of forgiveness in those words of hospitality and those words of welcome? Will we allow all of ourselves to be invited? Will we allow all of ourselves to hear the word of forgiveness? Will we allow all, every part of ourselves to hear you are loved? And will we give to others the same thing that we have sought to receive ourselves? Like anybody. Anybody. Because I wonder, so long as we withhold a part of ourselves from being invited, welcomed, forgiven, loved, I wonder if there's not a part of us that's also withholding the same from the world and from others. So the shepherds come and they are amazed. The shepherds come and they are transformed. The shepherds come and they go home and they return glorifying and praising God. In the Christmas story, God speaking, God inviting, God forgiving, God loving, and here's the most theologically mind-blowing thing of all. It has to be said over and over and over again. It's not just that 
Jesus is the Son of God. That's that, that Jesus is the second person of the Trinity, that's big stuff. That's already, you can write and talk and discuss and think and, and ponder, but no, God is like Jesus. Creator God is like Jesus. You see, our concept of God apart from the idea of Jesus, can run all over the place, can run a gamut of theological majesty and transcendence and and fear and lightning bolts and all kinds of things. But if God is like Jesus, well, we just might bring our humble, vulnerable selves by a manger and be amazed and tell stories if God is like Jesus, we, we just might trust that he loves us just like it says. If God is like Jesus, we, we may learn not to duck, but to embrace and to be embraced. If God is like Jesus, we may decide after all that there's room for all. If God is like Jesus, you see that is the profound thing about incarnation and Jesus being revealed. God is like Jesus. So God is speaking. May we listen. God is announcing. God is inviting. Let's let's show up. God is forgiving. Let's receive it. God is loving. Be still. and know the love of God. And God is like Jesus. God is like Jesus. May we live the rest of our days exploring that profound mystery until we apprehend him face to face. Let's pray. Oh, loving God, as we celebrate and worship, tell the story this Christmas day. May we receive afresh your speaking, inviting, forgiving, loving, revealing, word-made-flesh gift, Jesus, in whose name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to the First Baptist Church podcast. We invite you to worship with us every Sunday morning at 930 in Ottawa, Kansas. You can find more information about our church at www.fbcottawa.org.